0: to the family with... Dan Chesky. Ah, we've got Doug Sprinthal. <coughs> uh, Andy. Oh, we're actually doing that? Okay, Andy Rappinard.
1: <laughs> Ask me about dimmer switches, Catherine Brandt.
0: And then
2: Dan Sprinthal and Doug Chesky. There we go. That's what it is. It's something. We will be right back. Timmy Lammers will join us right after this.
0: Do you want to... Do a live, do live Sure, why not?
2: Doug Spenthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com.
3: You know, why don't you got the script in front of you? Why don't you read that one? Let's do it.
2: Okay, hold on one second. Let me dig it out this of here. This is file. Tom Gets to Read
3: T.S. It's Eliot. We're going to bring some culture. Bread. Culture That's to the show. I can
2: use culture. What the hell did I do with it? It was right here. Oh, shredded already. No, I don't, it's not shredded.
3: I don't I had blame it. right him.
2: here. What the hell did I do with it?
3: Sorry, I threw you a curveball and it. screwed no, 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 up the entire
2: show. It. Just do it from memory. Don't worry about it.
0: Well, what the hell did
2: I do? Well, if you'd like, you I can run what? the Bradshaw. And why am I first? looking at that? You know, no, that's fine. You know, I am. You know, I I couldn't find it because I was looking for the paper and I read it right off the screen. Oh, so that's going to be a problem. Yeah, that'll ah! do it. Okay, okay, Joe Biden. Okay, well, Joe Biden.
0: <laughs> the political. Listen, jab. if I
2: were standing next to Obama, he wouldn't ignore me like he did Joe Biden. Holy, I still can't believe he did that to him. Well. I really I can't a believe that I the friendships in the political crowd are a little more performative <laughs> than real. But well, I think you're right about that. Okay, Dougie, I do have the uh, here we go. The spot up. We're ready to go. So, we're gonna
3: cu- add a little class to the show. Here we go, Tommy. Do you guys read a lot of poetry on
2: KQ? You mean like "There Once Was a Man from Nantucket"? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong, you little sad? Well,
3: other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J Lo finally beat Dan Resch.
2: Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? I'd
3: expect nothing less. We've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get what they want in other brands.
2: You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty.
3: That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert.
2: For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan.
3: Class with a capital K.
2: we are back ladies and gentlemen you know what's so great about doing not one but two shows i get to see all the news there is possible to see and all the rest that's of it. that's a pleasure yeah like know. this one right here here's a here's a great pleasure of, of doing two shows the headline u.s inflation jumped 8.5 percent in the past year the highest since 1981 I don't know if you remember 1981, I do because that's the year I met Catherine. So I've known Catherine for almost 42 years now. But uh, I remember also I met Catherine and then the economy tanked about 10 minutes later. Remember that? It's all because of me. It's the year I got (laughs) out of college. God, I hope it's not as bad as 81. That was not a good year, man. Yeah, Catherine and I were going to get married in 82, as a matter of fact. We were going to get married one year after I met her. We were getting married in 82. We had to cancel it because people did, couldn't either come, they couldn't afford it or whatever. Mm. It was not good. So what do you think of that, Tim Lammers?
5: I don't know. I mean, uh, I try to avoid all the negative news, but that doesn't help me because then I feel in my pocketbook anyway. So I, yes. I try to look for, for, for positive stuff. And, you know... Um, If you have not seen Coda yet. Now, I know I heard Mr. Sprinthal said that he did see it. Loved it. And um, one more reason to see it if you have not seen it. This is a news article from a Duluth station. Um, The son in the film, Daniel Durant, is from Duluth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they had a Daniel Durant day in Duluth. So it's really, uh, you know, it's just such a it's a feel good story to read and see, I, you know, they have video with it, but um, you just got to see the movie. I mean, you know, it, it is I, I the more I think about it, it's just like, man, this is one of the best I've seen in a I can't remember. How long? What a great film. I love the Good. scene
3: where she had a, a high school boy over to the house to practice, and <laughs> mom and dad are going at it and making all kinds of noise, and she gets mad, opens the door to their bedroom, and then flicks the light switch up and down a bunch of times. It was oh, really, really
5: funny. Yeah, so, I mean, again, there's the, the one girl in the family who can hear. Otherwise, the mom, dad, and the son— her older brother are deaf oh wow i wonder so, what um
1: what's that one comedian that does all the impressions with the exact same backstory
5: oh, dad you know who i'm talking about yeah i do too oh, Craig, Gass. It, craig, Gass. Gass. He's craig Gass. yeah
1: he's yeah his uh sibling and parents i think are all deaf Good he was prayer, the only man. one with hearing yep. yeah so as soon as i read that i was like wow that's basically craig Gass's story
5: well craig Gass then is a coda which stands for Child of Deaf Adults.
1: Yep. Oh. Yep. Hmm. It's a very specific acronym.
5: A very specific acronym that has a double meaning in the film because CODA is the final part of a, a musical composition, and uh, this story actually has to do with music because despite the fact that her parents, that this girl has this extraordinary singing voice, but her parents, her brother, obviously have never heard mm. her. So um, she's encouraged by this teacher who, um, you know, encouraged her to go for it and go to Berkeley College of Music in Boston because they're in Gloucester. Um,
3: Gloucester for crying out loud! Gloucester,
5: yeah, I, you know, hey, I'm not in Gloucester. the, I'm from that, the, the East Coast, okay? I'm a Minnesota boy. It's Gloucestershire, yeah, well, Gloucestershire. There is a Gloucestershire or, too. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire, uh, yes.
3: Can we go back to reading T.S. Eliot? Tommy did a great job with that.
2: Thank you, thank you very much. You know, I was just in St. Pill yesterday, and, and
5: uh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, it it, it really is an extraordinary movie. And what really makes this story special, I'm hearing more and more about it. Um, This boy, um, Daniel Durant, was adopted by his two moms in Duluth. They saved his life, he says that. And uh, another great person in his life was uh, he showed an interest in theater, but obviously... Theater generally in high school is written for children that can hear, but this teacher of his saw this kid's passion and wrote a part specifically for him as a deaf boy. You know, I mean, it's like, man, you can just look around. There are so many good people. You got to take those stories and embrace them, right? You know, these women that adopted him, saved his life. This teacher that no doubt changed this young man's life. And look, he's in the, best picture uh academy award winner in 2022. I mean, what an incredible story. So, yeah, it, it, I that's the sort of stuff I'm looking for, Tom. You know, yep. not not, no, not the the negatory negatory stuff. Negatory. Because we're all surrounded by negatory stuff all the time, aren't we?
3: Tim, I have a question for you. Have you seen uh The French Dispatch yet? I did. It was, we, I watched it last night. It was it was interesting, but it's mighty weird. <laughs>
5: It is a very bizarre story. And look, everything by Wes Anderson is weird. Yeah, And in fact, I have said, uh, I've been on the record several times by saying, I don't get it. I don't get the fascination with Wes Anderson. I just don't. He's very quirky. And, you know, obviously this was a big awards film. And every one of his films has a huge ensemble. Generally, you have Bill Murray in it. Generally, you have Owen Wilson in it. And, uh, yeah, it's a strange movie. And uh, yeah, Adrian Brody, Tom. Adrian Brody's in it yeah. as well. Love but, Adrian yeah, Brody. It's just, well, and Ed Morton. I hadn't seen hell. him on, on uh-uh. the big
3: screen in years.
5: And uh-uh. there's a scene. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't. She's the female lead in the James Bond movie Leah Sadu. Yeah. She's in this picture. Uh, very expensive. It's a very, she exposes herself. But wouldn't you say there, Doug, in that scene where uh, Benicio del Toro is painting her?
3: I think we have Dan Chesky's full attention suddenly. Yeah. It's like you're talking
5: <laughs> art you, <laughs> And now there's boobs! Dan, yes. Dan Chesky is all, all of a sudden on the Google looking up Leah Sadu, French Dispatch. Uh, Just make out. sure that your safety uh, things are off so yeah. you can see the full the full picture as it were dan yeah uh, but yeah yeah it's like uh it's it's like a woody allen sort of deal where people seem to have this obsession with working with wes anderson much in the way they used to anyway i mean i don't know so much you know a lot of people a lot of actors are turning their back on woody allen but for a long time it's like they they'd work for scale to work with Woody Allen, yeah, and that's I think right. it's the same sort of thing now with Wes Anderson. There are just certain directors that have this allure for people. So yeah, so I'm glad that you felt that it was strange too, Doug. I, I'm glad I
3: watched it. I, I mean, feel it's, like it's yeah. not for the summer drive-in movie crowd for sure. Other than Dan Chesky's favorite scenes. Um, oh come on now. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah. So I, you know, it, it's it's just not my cup of tea, you know. And, and again, that, hey, like you get, you gotta like what you like, you yeah. know. That's that's all there's to it. And you, you know, you can't put anybody else down if they don't agree with what you like. You know, it's just that's being fair. That's being a, a an open-minded person. Don't got too many of those folks around these days, do we? Oh God, you know, not one. So, alone. Alex, did you want to weigh
3: in?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, go. I got here in the middle of a very strange conversation. Mm.
5: Well, we were just talking about how Wes Anderson's films are completely weird. I now, love look, Wes I am Anderson the biggest, films. I am the biggest fan of stop motion animation. Even Wes Anderson's stop motion stuff is bizarre. That's uh, the talented. Who is it? It's Mr. Fox. Fantastic, Mr. Fox. And I love dogs. It's like I want to love them because I love stop motion so much. But again, he just takes it in directions that I just can't comprehend. Does he know? have a really? new
1: movie? What's happening?
5: Well, he has the French Dispatch, and Doug just watched the it French last night, Dispatch. and he okay. thought it was bizarre, like I did.
1: But
3: watchable. I mean, it's it's creative, and yeah, yeah, yeah. These... it's
5: it's not like you have you know yeah. some t- movies that. I, it's not often because obviously it's my job as much as a movie may suck or I don't like it or whatever. It's too bizarre. I still can't turn it off. It's rare that I'll turn a movie off. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's so, really
3: three movies. They're just three short stories. Each one of them's is maybe what, 20 minutes, half an hour long.
5: Yeah. 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 It, that's exactly the way it is. I tell you what, one movie I did turn off, uh, again, another guy that has that allure, Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, Punch drunk love with Adam Sandler couldn't make oh, it through yeah, five yeah. ten minutes of it. It was just way too bizarre for me. Okay. And who knows, maybe it would have gotten better. But I just, it's like I'm wasting my time here. Tim, was it so worse? Than, it
3: was it worse than Dirty Grandpa?
5: Oh God! Oh God! That there are some so movies bad. I know enough not to touch, and that was one of them. Oh, you know, Thank you. That's the benefit. If you got more than a couple new movies opening a week, I sometimes I have the choice not to see things.
3: <laughs> that would be a wise choice in this. You know, case. You, want,
5: you you want to see Robert De Niro embarrass himself? I mean, my God! Talk about a guy whose career has sunk to lows that are are unfathomable. You know, you think about him and, well, The Godfather and and Raging Bull and all these movies, and all of a sudden he's doing crap like Bad Grandpa. It tells me that he's got a lot of bills to pay is what it tells me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. probably.
1: I watched a movie on the airplane that I talked to, you saw, Tim, with Michael Bryant, and he said that you liked it, and I did not like it at all. What was that? Nightmare Alley.
5: Oh yeah, just, it's a Guillermo del Toro movie, yeah. and uh, it's <clears> not a—it's not a horror movie like Guillermo has done. But it is. There are some disturbing aspects to it, but well, it's a—it's a film noir kind of, you know, that that '40s feel. That
1: felt like a it's, carny drifter.
5: Yeah, Carney Drifter, Bradley Cooper. I mean, the cast is brilliant. In I that. know.
1: I was I was on the, just like the Sun Country Movies thing, and I was like, "Oh, what's on here?" And it was said Nightmare Alley, and I was like, "Bradley Cooper, um, oh my gosh, why am I Kate Rooney Mara, Kate Blanchett, Guillermo del Toro?" I was like, "What? How have I never heard of this movie?" And then I was talking to my friend that came with, and she was like, it "Probably means that it's not good." And I was like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> well." But then I watched it, and I was like, "It really yeah. wasn't. It wasn't for that." Cast and Guillermo del Toro, I was expecting better. And it just was like, okay.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, it did completely hit the wall in theaters. And yeah. oddly enough, you know, you got the artsy-fartsy filmgoers. Um, they re-released it in black and white. Because oh, the original, fancy. I think it was Tyrone Power or somebody, was in the 40s. Uh, this is a remake of that film. So maybe they were thinking, well, maybe if they want to go for the Nostalgia Bend and they re-released it in theaters as a black and white film. And then it actually picked up some steam and, you know, it did quite well as far as nominations for the Academy Awards. It was actually nominated for Best Picture. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, yeah. And and the one that didn't get nominated, the one nomination overall that should have happened that didn't was <laughs> Kate blanchett i thought she was brilliant in that movie she yeah, is she in did. everything anyway yes um but um yeah yeah it just it didn't it didn't hit with people and 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 you know you got bradley cooper you had uh, ron perlman uh, god there's just so many tony collette's just so many great people in it richard jenkins uh, Willem Defoe.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Willem Defoe. Yeah, I was like, That's Willem Defoe. What is going and maybe I just didn't get to pay attention enough to it because I had like the kids yeah. and stuff and so I was like, Maybe but I don't know. I was just surprised that yeah. I had never even heard of it before.
5: Well, Mike Mike did see it with me and yes, uh, I liked it a lot. Mike didn't Mike was more of around the six range if I can recall. That's why I was like in the six, eight range. seven. Yeah. 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 But Mike's a tough critic. I mean, he, he really, uh, it's funny sometimes. We rarely are both on completely on the same page about things. Either he'll like something a lot and I'll say, eh, like, he like, I'm trying to think if he liked The Eternals better than I did. But that's explainable because he's a Marvel comic book reader. Um, but generally, he's a lot, he's pretty tough. I mean, he seems to be a lot tougher on films than I am. Uh, but he watches a lot of movies. So, you know, hmm. you, 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 you you do watch a lot of stuff. You'll find things that are pretty extraordinary so a lot of stuff tends to pale by comparison so you know but doug too i mean doug you watch a lot of movies don't you
3: we do in the winter time as soon as the boat goes in the water we don't watch tv for six months have you seen i was talking to catherine about this before we started have you seen this hbo show about julia child's called julia
5: (laughs) you know uh not yet um, there was a movie called Julie and Julia. Oh my god! Right. I've seen that movie about yeah. a thousand times <laughs> with 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 Meryl Streep and right. um, Amy Adams. But
3: this show and is this show is about her, uh, Julia Child, uh, becoming a TV star and WGBH in the early '60s, and and it's really really good. Tim, I think you I'd be shocked it, if you didn't love it.
5: Well, it's it's is it um it's a. a it's not a documentary. It's no, a, it's, a, it's a, a series. A narrative film. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, or, or series. Yeah. Um. You know the interesting thing, and, and Alex, you could tell me because I'm struggling to remember. But didn't Julia Childs end up being a jerk? Yes, she did Julie? not like the movie. Yeah, Julian, yeah. She thought it was yeah. Yeah.
1: Because in the that's, movie, that's she's portrayed of... as just this like jolly, joyous, wonderful, enthusiastic human being, and she was like, I didn't like that movie. It wasn't. Well,
0: got a wine buzz going all the time. Can't True. You? Well, <laughs> I thought that there was somebody
5: that. <laughs> If if that copied her, and and she was not flattered in the least by this person, and kind yeah. of spurned her, right? Yeah, and that's where you know that whole thing with Julia Child sort of it, it sort of it did it turned me off to anything that she's ever done. So All right, I'm sorry I'm it aware up, of this series, Doug, and that's why I we'll probably have a dirty
3: grandpa. It. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna go, but yeah, I'm gonna watch Dirty Grandpa. The opening stand. scene with
3: the Kleenex box was worth the four-dollar admission price.
5: Oh God, I've been,
1: I don't even want to know.
3: <laughs> it's as bad as you would think.
1: Yep, I'm assuming. It's <laughs> as
2: bad as you would think. Andy, what time do we need to break? Um, probably in like two, three minutes. Okay, right at fifty works. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. But um, matter of fact, as long as you guys are talking about this kind of stuff. Your mother's abandoning me tonight to go have fun with her friends, so I'll be stuck at home all alone, just staring so at the pathetic. wall. So
1: pathetic. Poor, 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 baby.
2: Staring at the wall. <laughs> poor,
5: poor, well, poor, well, well me. Tom, I would suggest watching Coda without her, because <gasps> he will be mad that you saw it without her. And he'll make her jealous no, Tim. it is so that great of a aggressive. move.
2: Very aggressive Tim Lammers.
5: Yeah, I know, because you know how people get mad when you don't want to watch when, when you want to watch something and they say, no, 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 wait till I catch up and I'll, we'll watch it together. And then people, it's like Netflix cheating or whatever where you, you go ahead yeah. and a few episodes. That'll never happened with Alex. <laughs> yeah. That would no. be that God, sort of no. thing.
1: <clears throat> oh my God. All you two do is watch stuff that you're supposed to watch with me. That's like... Alex isn't around. Show Let's up to watch. watch it. I have two young children. I can't just pop by to See, watch right. so episodes of everything. You don't have two young children.
2: Yes, I do. They're in their thirties. <laughs>
1: well, depending on who you ask, yes. So in their nineties. <laughs> we are very young.
2: Okay, we'll take a break. But think about this, because since Catherine is gone, what I'm going to do is order a pizza and watch a movie. So if you can think of a really good horror film that I haven't seen well, no. that I haven't seen a whole lot lately,
1: you can't watch no. horror films without me.
2: Not one? None of them? Not
1: a sing- well, because you always watch the good ones, and then you're like, oh, that was really good. And then when we try to watch a horror film together, you're always like, oh, I've already seen it.
2: So Nightmare Alley sucks? It's not good?
1: I don't know. Maybe you would watch it, and you would like it. I was like, the kids needed snacks and had to go to the bathroom and blah, 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 blah. And I had to stop yeah. 50 minutes with 50 minutes left because the plane landed. And, oh, I stopped at the... At some point because there was a bunch of turbulence and Fawn was like, I don't feel well and all this stuff. So I'm like, maybe if I were just able to have sat down and watch it, I would have liked it more.
5: I don't know. I, I would say give Nightmare it's Ellie worth a go. The shot. Yeah, it's worth it's the shot. It's on HBO Max, I think. Long. It might and be that... on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's longer, but you're you're at home, you can take breaks. But <laughs> that's yeah, true. I, I, you know, just because it's Del Toro, I mean the guy is incredibly creative and it is a yeah, beautiful film i mean yeah. the, the production design on this picture is incredible and then and again you got all the actors and and you you're right alex i mean you know depend on where, where you watch it and then obviously there have been movies that i haven't liked and just probably because <laughs> i was in a you know in wasn't in the mood you know yeah <laughs> it all depends on a, a lot of different factors so yeah tom give it a give it a whirl because i know you like yermo except for that fish movie um, you but like I hated Guillermo's that. Stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back Sound in a couple of minutes and we'll decide what fish oh, movie it was. We'll be right yeah. back with the family. The 2022 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Get out of the cold and into a 25,000 square foot heated showroom at Dan's Southside Marine. A huge inventory of boats means the best deals of the year. Over 60 boats on display from Premier, Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. Explore what's new for 2022 at the Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine. Six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, visit bloomingtonboatshow.com.
5: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
3: And I'm Mike Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner.
5: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational family-owned businesses.
2: We're rocking out, man. That's all I know. We are back. We're talking movies. Nightmare Alley might be. Now, who's in Nightmare Alley again?
1: Bradley Cooper.
2: Well, Kate like Blanchett. I well, like her.
1: Rooney Mara.
2: I like her. Okay, um, so good. Yeah, that'll be good. Tony Collette. Will,
1: Willem Dafoe. Tony well, Collette. Like, uh, Kate Blanchett hasn't Davis been David Strathairn,
5: too, who's a great actor.
2: I like him a lot too. And so is it Ron- scary or is it not scary? Uh,
1: it's a thrill. No. It's like a psychological thriller type it's a slow thing. Slow burn psychological thriller?
5: <laughs> yeah. I would say slow burn is an appropriate yes. deal. It's really weird because the setup I think is kinda laborious. I mean you got Yes. It's almost it, like yes. two different movies. Yes, I agree. Because you got the setup with yeah, exactly Alex. I mean yes. you got the setup where you, you how you learn how um, a Bradley Cooper's character becomes this grifter, essentially, a mentalist. He's, he's, he's uh, fooling people or, you know, attempting to fool people as a mentalist. And then he learns this in the carnival. And then he goes to high society to to, to um, mm. try to prey on some real, very rich people who are very powerful. And, and desperate obviously, to yeah, yeah, talk desperate. to
1: people that have passed on.
5: Mm. Yes, exactly. Mary yeah. Steenburgen, David Strathairn, Ron Perlman, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I mean, it's... God, a, oh, they're all is yeah. it?
1: Yeah, yeah. it's like a oh, very I'd, star-studded cast. It's funny, because yeah. I don't recognize any of those names. <laughs> you know Bad Bradley <laughs> Cooper and too. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yes, But I don't know who she is. I thought she If was... you saw her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, but I know. Mary like
3: Steenburgen's been in a
1: million things. She, and yeah. Doug. I don't watch oh. movies. I haven't watched movies in ages. I know, but if you saw her, you'd be like, oh, her. She's been around
5: for a long time. Holt uh, or Laney, Uh he's in that movie that you assigned to me a couple of years ago. One eye, J- is it One Eye Jacks or J- One Eye Jimmy? What yeah, the One Eye. Jim-
3: the Search for One Eye Jimmy.
5: Yeah, and Holt is in that. That's and a Holt great is in movie. This. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Tim Blake Nelson. I mean, there's just so many people you'd recognize, and um, yeah, give it a whirl, Tom. I think it's you yeah. know for a, a longer film, you're at home. Uh, that that makes a difference. You know? All right, I'll yeah. give it a whirl.
2: Yeah, and
1: I'd be interested to see what you think because I don't—I th- didn't think it was bad. I just—and like I said, maybe if I, maybe I'd have a different review of it right. if I could have actually right. just watched it. You know, I mean, you
2: do know what I'm going to do, right? I'm gonna start watching around six o'clock, and then then around quarter to seven, I'm gonna call Catherine. Go, come Mm -hmm. home, honey. I'm scared. (laughs) Yes. Well, maybe that's gonna
3: happen. There's a new movie that that just came out that'd be perfect for you, Tom. It's called How to Make My Wife Feel Guilty.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's gonna write. (laughs) He's gonna gonna write that (laughs) while I'm (laughs) gone. (laughs) Write the movie. His (laughs) memoir will be called How to Make Your Wife Feel Guilty.
2: Indeed. Whatever works. <laughs> well, looking forward to it. That'd be good. Uh, you know. So Nightmare Alley is, uh, is the yeah. way. It sounds like a fun, fantastic cast. Yeah, and it's, oh, on, it Hulu. it's yeah. on Hulu. it is. HBO for free. Max
1: and yeah. uh, I Hulu. think
5: Hulu. You can yeah. get it on either one of those. I so you finished it on
1: Hulu after the airplane. It. Yeah, don't yeah, pay for don't it. You don't
5: have to rent it anywhere. So if you don't like it, you're not going to feel like you wasted money. You know, you you can you can simply turn it off, Tommy.
2: <laughs> I can do that. That's true. I'll give it a whirl, though. It sounds good to me i like it
5: i'm interested to hear your review
2: we're going to give you the review it's going to be just fine so what else is happening timmy
5: well not a lot i, I tell you i'm very excited about a movie that's coming out i won't i don't want to talk about it quite yet because i don't want to build up the hype too much Well, will review it next week it's called the unbearable uh, weight of massive talent Starring Nick Cage, playing <laughs> Nick Cage.
2: Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> what? I did hear oh, about oh, that, yes. Oh,
5: man. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's so great, you know, because we're always looking for originality, and it just, you don't see it that often. And uh, this is one of the most original films that I've seen in a long, long time. And, you know, the key to any actor's success, or anybody really in any sort of business, is that, yes, you can take the work very, very seriously, you should, but you can't take yourself too seriously. Right. And, and clearly, Nick Cage doesn't take himself too seriously. He's—it's not one of these things where it makes him look like a doofus playing himself. It's a heightened version of himself. Um, but it's great to see that not everybody walks on a stage and slaps people in front of fifteen million people. Right. You know? <laughs> Good th- point. That sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, this—it's—he's it's, a. Let's face it. I mean, he's done a lot of crappy movies. I mean, that, that one movie, I, I gave it my lowest rating ever, a 0. .5 hmm. out of 10 on the Lama meter. The, the hammer came down big on it. It was called Willie's Wonderland or some weird oh, stuff yeah. like that. yep. Uh, yeah. he, does some real, he didn't have one line of dialogue in that movie. He was just grunting and groaning throughout <laughs> the whole thing. Um, you know, he yes, he does whatever the hell he wants. Sometimes it it sucks and like like Willy's Wonderland. There's a movie I don't think you liked it though, Tom. That a lot of people did called Pig. Did you see that? Where he no see, no I did uh, like it. I did like Pig. Oh, yep. you did see it. Oh, good good yeah. Yep. So yeah, he's this uh, reclusive chef uh, for a reason. Um, in I don't know if it's in Oregon or or in Washington or wherever the hell he is. But you know he does whatever the hell he wants to do. You know, he's at that point in his career where it's like he doesn't care. Um, so he, you know, takes on this this deal where he plays Nicolas Cage, who is offered a million dollars by a super fan to come to a party, and that's all I'll tell you right now. Um, it's just really, really unique and and so damn good. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I just love it again when you can see somebody just poke fun at themselves. You know cuz uh, that's what it really takes that's why he's still around he doesn't take himself that seriously
2: yeah i agree i i like nicolas cage we've had him on the show a couple of times the morning show a couple of times he's a very nice guy he's unusual i will tell you that but, but he's a nice all? guy yeah they are i mean they are.
5: most you're an acting man you 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 know it it's a different kind of breed there's no question yep. about it but you know i, I yeah, I, I've never talked with them. I actually did a couple of interviews for this film, uh, one with the filmmakers and another one uh, with her name is L- uh, Lily Sheen. She is actually the daughter of Kate Beckinsale oh. and and Michael Sheen, the actor Michael Sheen. You probably mm-hmm. know him. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really there's a few people you'll know in this picture, too. But it's got it got a lot of buzz out of uh, South by Southwest, the film festival. And I can see why. I mean, it is—it is just really, really unique. And God knows we need more of that stuff.
2: We do. You know, is Mr. Chesky there? Yes, I am. I got to find out what I've never talked to you about movies. What kind of movies do you like, Dan?
0: I like action movies, basically. You know, and I'm not a big movie goer either. But in, right. you know, just your typical action, maybe uh, you know, light comedy, something like that.
5: You know, you might actually like this one, Dan, because it is essentially an action movie. All right. Uh, that that kind of mimics some of Nick Cage's action movies, and he's done some pretty damn good action movies. Oh, I mean, yeah. again, like I say, you think of the the, the turds that he's put out lately, like <laughs> Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> but you can't. I've heard of that forget... one. Haven't even heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget that he was in Con Air, and he was in The Rock with Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done a lot of good things over the years and and uh obviously all of his career that's the fun part about it since he's playing himself there are a lot of references to past things that he's done that they kind of weave into the picture but uh yeah yeah it's 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 really entertaining you know it's it's not an art house movie it's it's an independent movie um but you know obviously you need studios that are smaller to take risks on movies Mm -hmm. like this it's not it's not formula you know, and that's that's what's great about it. That's why, you know, the movie is made, because the guy wants to do what he does. And uh, he, he goes for it here, man, and, and it's great. It's terrific.
2: I like it. Now, Tim, uh, did you happen to hear who a woman thought I was at the pool at Disney World?
5: I did. I How did.
2: on earth is that possible?
5: Well, you, you, you're you a strapping lad, you know, Tommy. You're you a know? strapping lad,
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
5: Strapping lad. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I was, I, I was waiting. I was gonna think that you were gonna go down the uh, Ian McShane route.
2: Yeah, that yeah, the Ian McShane and Bill Parcells. I get, yeah, I do.
5: Yeah, that. and you know, I don't know if the, the the Las Vegas you know brothel dead brothel owner, if people enough people know him. Yeah, Dennis.
2: <laughs> what was his name? Dennis. Somebody, that that Den- one picture looked just like me. That was true.
5: Yeah, but, and uh, uh, so to say you were The Rock. No, you're The Rock. You're The Rock.
2: She she was convinced <laughs> that Mr. Chesky, there was a woman in Florida that thought of the poolside. I was wearing a baseball cap and sunglasses, but she thought I was The Rock. Thank God I wasn't there. Yeah, you would have been like, man, you would have been There's like the There's The Rock's brother. Look at that.
5: Twin rocks rock. Twin <laughs>
2: Rock right here <laughs> on the he pool says, deck. As but a the matter greens- of fact. We found you know, out he's... Just- he five inches taller than I am Smart, <laughs> man. and I'm not Samoan that's the yeah, other part exactly
5: isn't there a little skin color there <laughs> you know to prove that you weren't just roll up your sleeve and say see no look no tattoos No tattoos. that's no true tats. I could do that badass tattoos man hey I have to ask you quickly did you watch death on the Nile because I know you were talking about yes it,
2: you? yep What'd I you loved think? it I love oh, him. Good. I think I think Kenneth Branagh is as good as it gets. I really he like him a is. lot.
5: He is. He really is, you know, and I I brag him up every chance I get. You know, obviously he did Belfast, but you know, he truly has too. a passion for this character and, you know, Murder on the Orient Express was great and um, so was this. I mean, I actually I almost like this one better than Murder on the Orient Express. Um but if you're an Agatha Christie fan, I almost wonder walking into something like that. I've never read either of those books. But, um, you know, so it was kind of fresh to me, right? Um, mm-hmm. But he, mm-hmm. he really does. He, he has a passion for it. And, and not only as an actor, but as a director. He is so talented. Such a great. Catherine, and I'm glad he won the Oscar. He won an Oscar for um, for Belfast, for writing it, yep. which he, is great. he deserves it. He should
2: have. a great movie. Catherine. What? What do you think of it? What? <laughs> what are you over there playing video games on your phone?
1: No, I was reading a no, story. No,
2: we're, we're talking about Death on the Nile.
1: Oh, yeah, I liked it. It was um It was stylish like the like the older movies. Um I thought the cast was really good was a little slow, but most Agatha Christie stories are kind of a little bit slow.
2: Yeah, well, they can be. No, I, I did. I really, really like And Kenneth Branagh is yeah. as good as it gets. I, yeah. just he's, an actor,
1: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, I thought it was really good.
2: So, look, all we got is good advice. Go see good movies. You know what I'm saying.
5: Yeah. And avoid, and avoid Willie's Wonderland.
2: I'm not gonna go see Willie's Wonder. That I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan, but I ain't watching Willie's Wonderland. That's
5: Willie's Wonderland. What you want to show it's the, the whole, the whole the worst Nicholas movie? Probably the worst movie last year
3: is what it was. Let's do a double Tom, when you get back. We'll watch Willie's
2: Wonderland
3: and Dirty Grandpa and you'll fall right <laughs> off the wagon.
5: <laughs> I'll start drinking
2: again. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, what a great! Are idea. you implying
5: he's going to fall off after he sees it? Because I think he's I not don't gonna even know if he'd make it through. Ten the first minutes into, into minutes. Wonderland, <laughs> with needing a drink.
1: Now, whenever Tom doesn't like a movie or a show, all of a sudden his his foot will start shaking, and he starts tapping the couch, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's yawning, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I think I'm going to go uh, check my email." Well, <laughs> yeah.
5: Remember, well, we you know what Godfather the Philly dog 3, does I when think... he doesn't like a movie.
1: No, what does he do?
5: Tom, you know this. He falls asleep. No. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> the Philly dog. Oh, yeah.
2: The Philly dog falls asleep if he doesn't like the movie. That's true. Now, which one were you guys talking about? You were talking about another movie?
3: I was just going to say we had that reaction. I think Catherine came at the end when we rewatched Godfather 3. Like oh, God. Eight ah. or nine months ago. Mike and Tom and I kind of looked at each other at the end and went, that movie sucks.
5: It's, it's just terrible. <laughs> it was you know, terrible. We are getting close, though, uh, end of April, for the offer on Paramount Plus, which is about the making of The Godfather. Really? And I cannot wait. It's a, I think it's a 10-episode series. I believe wow. it starts April 28th. Ooh, I would love and, that. And uh, the trailer is it's phenomenal. You know, I you you don't want to get too trailers can be very deceptive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, when you're talking about a story that's told in 10 episodes, generally, you know, there's no rushing. There's no uh, cutting corners on the story. I'm just fascinated to see how it all came together. Uh, And I'm hoping for a lot of Francis's story, Francis Ford Coppola and, and Brando. Uh, but it seems to me, at least at the outset, that the movie's more a movie. The series is more about Al Ruddy, um, the producer, right. trying to get this thing made. Because the people said it wasn't going to get made. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it, it should be interesting. I, I normally get preview stuff. I haven't received anything yet for this, though. But if not, April 28th be the first thing I watch that day.
2: All right. I need some advice from anybody who's seen it, because I didn't know it was different. Apparently on, I don't know if it's on Hulu or it's on Amazon Prime or what it's on, but there's a thing called Lucy and Desi, and it's not the movie. Oh, yeah.
5: Mm, Documentary. I
2: I heard it's really, really good. The documentary, they said, is really good. Have you heard anything about it?
5: Um, There are people that I know that have seen it and liked it. it. It's actually directed, oddly enough, by Amy Poehler. From oh, Saturday so Night Live, oh yeah, sure, and yeah. I don't know if she's ever directed anything before, but you know, you know, a documentary. Uh, look, if you have a passion for the material, and mm-hmm. I think most of those comedians would be lying if they said that they weren't influenced by Lucy or Desi in some right. sort of way. Right. Yeah. So you know, I would imagine you you wouldn't take on a project unless there was that love of the material and of those people, and. Yeah, I I probably will watch it. You know, the interesting thing is, Tom. I know you didn't like the uh, being the Ricardos because everybody basically came off as an a hole who didn't like. Oh each God, other. yeah.
2: I, I yeah. couldn't watch more than forty five minutes because I love those people, and in the movie, they're horrible people.
5: <laughs> yeah, you know, and I mean, you get the whole thing with. Yeah, I mean, Lucy and Desi, obviously being married, they're going to have their problems, right? But right. we find out right. what Ricky's problem is. Um, But, you know, the way the guy played, um, J.K. Simmons played uh, Fred Mertz. Yeah. He really came off like an a-hole to the the actress who played Ethel. (laughs) You know, I mean, what a dink. So, yeah, those sorts of things are, are really, really disappointing when you see that. Um, I still think that
2: Fred Mertz had the best line in the history of that show I Love Lucy because Ethel was going on and on and on about you know I know Fred doesn't understand this at all but I was very popular as a young woman as a matter of fact the boys used to buzz around me like bees and Fred said well then how come I'm the one that got stung (laughs) 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 what a great line (laughs) I'm signing off
3: guys I will see you Thursday Thursday All right, Dougie, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the morning show, and we'll
2: talk to you here on Thursday. Thanks, pal. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com as he's exiting. What do you think of that? Is he off mic now? Yep. Yes.
1: No, we can talk about him getting back.
2: He's a great guy. Isn't he just a wonderful guy? Yes. He can't hear me, Kenny. He? No, no, he's, he's gone. Gone. He gone. Oh, thank God. I don't want him hearing that.
5: I'll message him right now, Tom. Tell him. <laughs> uh, Tom your wonderful <laughs> Tom <guy. laughs> exactly.
2: You, no, you, mean, you logged out too boat. early.
5: He was talking how wonderful you are. Could have done that?
2: Yeah. yeah you could. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, that's one thing... You know, Mr. Chesky, you're one of them, too. I'm a very lucky guy because my advertisers are are all friends of mine, and that just never happens in radio. The morning guy is not friends with the advertisers. The advertisers don't want to hang around with the morning guy, but, man, every one of you guys have been unbelievable. Well, it's, it's all like good. Terrific. Isn't that nice? Yes, it, it is. is. So it's supposed to be. Not everybody at each other's throats. The- oh, my God, everything sucks.
5: In between but, you
2: know, saying, hey, man, hey, man, I'm a morning guy, man. Uh, hey, man, I'm a radio man. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. That's all I hey, need.
5: Party chicken, 6.15 in the morning.
2: Now, Timmy, i got to <laughs> ask you this, and I'm going to also ask Kristen Bird about this. The report yesterday on the KQ Morning Show, did you know that because of streaming now, there are 819,000 shows to watch?
5: You know, I... <laughs> I, I, I haven't heard about that or seen it amazing. i wouldn't doubt it if you yeah. talk about every show in the history of television that yeah. have found their way as you know look hbo max has an amazing library they're right. a plus they're all <clears throat> they're all like you know digital banks that store all of this content uh, so, I mean, look, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't doubt for a second, hundreds of thousands, 819,000. That's crazy.
2: Indeed.
5: But that's why, you know, I am still shocked that broadcast television even exists. You know, I, I talked with Bob uh, Sansevier about streaming stuff too. Fanny. And, you know, he says, you know, sometimes I kind of feel like, am I being, Am I closing off a potential audience member? Do I am I assuming that everybody streams stuff? It's like you know what it is so simple and so cheap. Yep. You know because if you have Wi-Fi, uh, you know high, you know, whatever the most powerful internet you can have, um, high-speed internet, you'd be foolish not to because look, you go, you buy a Roku thing for you can get them for less than twenty bucks now. Mm-hmm. So yes, you do subscribe to certain things. You you know you pay fourteen ninety five a month for HBO Max without commercials. Some of them are you know five six seven bucks. Disney Plus whatever. It, it's still cheaper than cable, and then on top of that, cable was like here's what you got, and you can't take things a la carte. Here you can pick what you want yep. to watch, yep. and that's why streaming. I can't say it's killed cable. Uh, but oh, I'm telling you what, broadcast has got to be suffering big time. Well, a lot of those, 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 those uh, broadcasters have gotten smart and like Dancing with the Stars, they're moving that off of ABC next year on to Disney+. Yeah,
0: so that'll be shock. the only
5: place you'll see it.
0: Not a shock at all. Yeah, about two or three years ago I went, uh, put up a tower in my backyard. We're in Northfield, so we're in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, I've been streaming now for, yeah, three, three and a half years, four years probably. And yeah. It, it really works out way better. It's way better. We had Dish, and it's way better than that. We don't have yeah, the is, interruptions yeah. from storms come in and, you know.
5: When yeah, the I had Dish, too. The Dish okay. is vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had Dish, too, Dan, and, I, you know, I got rid of that a while ago. It just, yeah. you know, again, it, it gives you all these they, – they brag about giving you 200 channels when half of them are – things that you would never watch right you know you exactly. know they, 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 they kind of yeah. try to oversell it that way so yeah
0: yeah so now we've got you know a few of the uh, streaming services and then youtube tv and it works out just great
5: oh yeah oh yeah you got everything that youtube yep.
1: tv is slick that's like we didn't really know that much about it until the dan was trying to figure out how to watch the olympics he's mm-hmm. very into the olympics yep. and he was like YouTube TV has them. And then he's like, we can watch everything almost. Mm-hmm. It's really nice.
2: Yep. Uh-huh. No doubt about it. Well, We'll close with this one. Because I know that Timmy's got to go because Kristen Burt's coming up. Dan, you going to stay with us or you got to go too? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hang around for a bit. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Catherine and I, and, yeah, and I've been doing a lot of mining on it. We've been watching Alfred Hitchcock from 1955 mm. on, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We tune in last night. There's an Alfred Hitchcock from 1955 starring a 33-year-old Charles Bronson.
5: Oh, my God. He's (laughs) such a baby. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. Was he young? Now, that's one of
5: those that if you have a Roku stick, you can see all of them on Roku uh, TV. Yes. Yep. uh, All of them are on Roku TV. Yep. It is fun to see those in old Twilight Zones with Robert Redford and I love them. Robert Duvall I love them. and Jack Warden. I mean, all these guys that, you know, went on to be prolific actors, but obviously yep. got their start somewhere. And a lot of times you'll catch them on those old Hitchcock or Twilight yeah. Zone or whatever.
2: All right, Timmy, we'll talk to you Thursday on the morning show.
5: Yeah, Thursday or possibly Friday. I had a oh, conflict with the screening, go. so I'm, I'm waiting to hear go. back from from Tone Loke and Candace and Brian about it. So, yeah, it'll be Thursday. If not Thursday, it'll be Friday.
2: Okay. Thanks, Timmy. All
5: right. Have a great week, everybody. You, you too. too. Tim
2: Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take about a five, six minute break. We'll be right back with Kristen Burt Timmy's right ready. after this. She's ready to go now? Yeah. Well, oh, so. if you want to just jump into it, we can do that. we got to take our break first. Yeah, yeah we? we can something. take like a yeah. two minute break. We'll take a two minute break and come right back with Kristen Burt.